0: Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Jan Goldstein. Welcome to All That Matters, our weekly positivity podcast. I have a question for you. Which is the only president to ever have obtained a patent? Somebody created something that was worthy of a patent. That answer in a moment The truth is, as we gather on here weekly, we come into touch with all kinds of not only facts that we may not be aware of, but also ways of reframing the world in which we live. It's that power to reframe which human beings share and therefore allows us to search for and discover the good stuff in life because we all deserve the good stuff. Thanks for checking in at jamgoldstein.com for my novels, for my books of nonfiction, for my blog, and for my podcast itself. I know many tune in on Spotify or they tune in on Apple or Podchaser, or many, many other places, wherever you find your podcast. but wherever you connect from, it's the connection that is most important. Well, it was Abraham Lincoln, who was the only president to have obtained a patent. He, uh, he was aboard a steamboat that ran aground uh, because of shallow waters, and they had to unload their cargo and Lincoln, apparently loved tinkering with machines, designed uh, a way for keeping vessels afloat when they were in shallow waters through the use of empty metal air chambers attached to their sides. And that's how he ended up with patent number 6,469 in 1849. The truth is I've been watching a special on uh, the History Channel about uh, Lincoln Uh, And constantly fascinated that individuals or personalities that we've known about all our lives, uh, we can discover new things about and perhaps allow us to see them in a new or more complete light. For example, did you know that Lincoln is enshrined in the Wrestling Hall of Fame? Yep. Yep. According to Carl Sandburg's biography of Lincoln, Abe Lincoln once challenged an entire crowd of onlookers after dispatching an opponent. He said, I'm the big buck of this lick. If any of you want to try it, come on and wet your horns. Nobody took him up on it. Uh, But he had grown up learning to wrestle. I was also fascinated to learn that Lincoln created the Secret Service but had only done so hours before his own assassination. And it wouldn't be until 1901 that the Secret Service was formally assigned to protect the President of the United States. Nevertheless, fascinating that his connection, as we know his assassination so very well in the story of it, that he himself was the author of protection that would later be afforded a person in his position. But Lincoln also had ways of looking at the world. And he said, I do not think much of a man who is not wiser today than he was yesterday. That makes me think of how we are capable of learning each and every day, and that's part of the positivity of life. And if we don't quite get the lesson one day or we don't quite gain some new learning one day, it's the marinating in new information that eventually may lead to that illumination. (laughs) He also had a way of looking at the world No matter how much cats fight, he said, there always seemed to be plenty of kittens, which was a a rather humorous way of looking at the nature of things. We fight, we make up, we make love, and the world is in sore need of love, as Lincoln knew. When I look at someone like Abraham Lincoln, I see somebody who evolved during his lifetime, from his childhood in Kentucky and his growing up in Illinois to the role he played at the very center of our nation at a most difficult and trying time in which the very democracy and the experiment in democracy, which was in his America, was on the line. And yet, he looked at himself With a sense of humor, with a sense of humility, I think we all know that though we may have powerful friends or powerful relatives or be connected to some incredible group of people, we each have to grow on our own. He said you have to do your own growing, no matter how tall your grandfather was. And that's part of the lesson that I think we could be reminded of right now, that each and every one of us is called upon to grow on our own and to contribute what we grow, what we learn, what we know to the greater good. Yes, of course it was Lincoln who said, a house divided against itself cannot stand, and we know that, but that is true not only in government, that is true in our own lives. And if there is so much going on that does not connect us, then we ought to look at our lives right now and understand what's going on in our own private homes, in our families, in our smaller communities. And what role can we play in making it a place that is not divided, in bringing a bit more unity I learned that Abraham Lincoln, for example, um, had an interesting connection to the man who would take his life. It seems that a few months before his assassination, Lincoln's oldest son, Robert Todd Lincoln, stood on a train platform in Jersey City, New Jersey. And there were a throng of passengers and they were pressing up against the young man, and he fell backwards into an open space between the platform and a moving train. Suddenly, uh, a hand reached out and drew the president's son back to safety by the coat collar. Robert Todd Lincoln turned around and immediately recognized the famous actor, Edwin Booth, brother of John Wilkes who would, months later, assassinate Robert Todd's father. Life is strange and most peculiar at times. Lincoln, at one point, came under enemy fire, which I didn't know, at the on a Civil War battlefield. And legend has it that it was Colonel Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr. who would become a future Supreme Court justice who barked out, get down, you fool. Lincoln did, and ducked away from the bullets that came a moment later. So interesting to know the role others have in getting us to where we are. I wonder about this coming week, whether we might consider the role of others in getting us to where we are today. And I mean in a positive sense. It's easy to look at the negative. Far harder to identify sometimes the positive influences that got us to where we are and then the recognition that it is up to us to take it further. For we must learn and perhaps follow Lincoln's advice. If we could first know where we are, and whither we are tending, we could then better judge what to do and how to do it. To know better, to plan better where we are headed. We don't always have that luxury. But Lincoln suggests you take the time to study where you're at to better understand where you're going. Well, He has certainly inspired so many of us, and it was powerful to become reacquainted with his story and also some little-known facts about our president. Are there little-known facts about you that others may not know? Are there ways in which we are broader and deeper as human beings than even we give ourselves credit for. I would suggest that this is a possibility as we reach this moment and as we move beyond, that we perhaps take time to learn a little bit more about ourselves, those closest to us, and to share those little pieces of information. Or as my mother May her memory always be a blessing. As she used to say to me, tell your story. We each have a story to tell. And when you tell your story, others understand you a bit more because we exist and sit in our authenticity. So let this be a week in which each and every one of us uncovers a bit more of our own story and like Lincoln learns to share it with the world for just as there are John Wilkes Booth's there are Edwin's as well those who will reach out and rescue us and maybe we may just reach out and rescue ourselves a little bit at times until next week I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters.